0: On today's episode of A Fighter Spotlight for MMAT Company, we have newly spot, newly signed BKFC, that's Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships fighter, uh, Lorenzo Hunt. Lorenzo is 4-1 and one in the BKFC. Uh, he's fighting out of the boxing yard in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, his upcoming fight will be February 5th at BKFC 15. That is Knuckle Mania. That's going to be in Tampa, Florida, where he takes on Rob Morrow. Uh, Lorenzo, thanks for joining me today. How are you feeling? down in Florida.
1: Oh, I feel great I feel great um, you know all work no play anybody who follows me knows that i'm I'm passionate about what I do and that I you know I stick to my guns I'm gonna fight it uh, through and through
0: yeah absolutely you know I've been following you on social for a while now um, and it's you know people say the grind don't stop, but yours really, it really doesn't. Like you're 24 seven, you're thinking about fighting, you're, you're thinking about training, you're, you're putting the right fuel in your body. Um, you know, where does that, where does that grind come from? Where did you develop that, that mentality of working like that pretty much 24 seven? Oh
1: man, I got the most amazing uh, parents uh, in the world. Uh, we basically literally came from nothing and uh, my mother and father, they linked up and they, 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 they just went hard together. My my mom was working eighteen hour days. My dad was uh, doing his thing, being the uh, best uh, militant father he could be. He 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 really, they really set it up to show us that you could uh, pull yourself up. And so uh, I don't make any excuses. You know what I mean. I just get up every day and I and I basically uh, follow the path that that was taught to me.
0: And. That's, uh, you know, it's great to hear. And it's it's awesome that you've, you know, you've had that upbringing. And, and you know, I kind of have the, the same relationship with my parents where they showed me the same thing. And um, I almost feel like, not that I owe it to them to, to work hard every day to show them, you know, that it was worth it. But I also do feel like, you know, kind of repaying them to show them like all the hard work that they put in and all the sacrifice that they made, um, you know, is paying off now, you know, later in life uh, when we're able to do the things that we're able to do and succeed in what we're doing. Yes, sir. Um, Now, I know you came from originally an MMA background. We actually fought for the same promotion for Art of War, um, you know, a few years ago. Uh, And now I see some of your posts online say, um, you know, Children go play MMA. Uh, you know the adults are over here fighting bare knuckle. Um, so, what sure. prompted what prompted your switch to uh, bare knuckle uh, from MMA?
1: Um, <clears throat> I was an explosive uh, MMA fighter. Uh, I was always a striker at heart. You know what I mean? Kind of like I have a taekwondo background. I have a, uh, I have a boxing background. I'm I'm pretty tight with my hands and feet, and I know how to hit people and knock people out. MMA just was uh, the best platform to, um, to basically showcase those skills. However, when, we got, when I turned pro after about four, I think I went about 3-0 and zero before they figured out that hey, we just can't stand with this guy. And um, um, it wasn't really a jab at MMA because MMA is an awesome sport. And like I say, I, I've done MMA for years. Um, but I I was being like attacked by high level wrestlers and, and grapplers and and jujitsu guys that just didn't have the skills or the courage to stand in bank and it's a thing it's always a thing grappler versus striker striker versus grappler da 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 but uh, for me these specifically for my set of skills and being an older fighter you know what I mean I didn't turn pro until I was 29. You know what I mean? Twenty. No, matter of fact, I didn't have my first amateur fight till I was 29. I didn't turn pro till I was like mid like 32 or 33. So um, it wasn't as easy for me to switch over and become a high level jujitsu guy. I I have some jujitsu. I'm I can defend myself. Um, but like I said, you got guys that are that are college level wrestlers, Olympic level wrestlers, and 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 brown and black belts jujitsu guys. They they got jujitsu schools everywhere. You know what I mean? So, you know, most guys are coming in, they're coming from Gracie, they're coming from, you know, and they have no intentions of, of fighting you. They just want to lay and pray. That's what we that's what we call it, you know. And so then you have the the actual setup of MMA, the actual judging of MMA. Everything about MMA is designed to um Give an advantage to the grappler, and I don't know if you you guys know it or not, but yeah, you got you got colleges contributing to the judging. You got you got rest. You know what I mean? You got uh, uh, people who are down hard jujitsu. The judging, the scoring, the takedown score more than the strikes. The everything is basically. So I got into a lot of of com, a lot of fights that basically, you no, I, I punched a guy a uh, couple times, three strikes to one or something, three strikes to one takedown, four strikes to one takedown. So it's like, okay, so this is a wrestling match.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is a wrestling match. Like, let's not pretend. The judges, they go to the store cards, the wrestler wins. So, yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, whatever. If, if this is a wrestling match, let me go where the strikers are. You know, and it was either, it was either retire, become a boxer, or do bare-knuckle boxing. And bare knuckle boxing is, is perfect for me because I always had slick head movement and I always was able to hit without getting hit. And so it's just, it's A, B, and C.
0: And it's funny you say that, especially here in Pennsylvania, right? A lot of the judges are former wrestlers, you know, Pennsylvania being one of the best wrestling right. states in the country. Right. So you're seeing a lot of guys win from that lay and pray mentality that you talked about. And that's, from
1: that, that's from that mentality. Not only that, the people who contribute to MMA. you understand you got colleges you got um you got uh uh you got the jiu-jitsu schools you got the anyone who who sponsors or contributes to mma truly are coming from a wrestling background karate never really got behind mma boxing never really got behind mma so those guys aren't really contributing to the sport as a whole over time Then you just become basically sport jujitsu. You just become you become whoever sponsors you. You know what I mean? So in those cities and in those towns and in those um those professional um professional level things, you know, striking's cool, whatever, but striking's not paying the bills. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and there's a there's a lot of the in Pennsylvania, a lot of the the boxing purists, the old school boxing uh, people, they hate MMA, right? They don't want to see MMA thrive at all, so they don't even get involved with it. They just stay off to their own.
1: Right, and so MMA basically becomes sport jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. and, and it becomes a home for uh, wrestlers after college, mm-hmm. right? Where do wrestlers go after college?
0: Yeah, because it's the Olympics
1: or MMA, you're right. are <laughs> right, it's either good. Where do, where do wrestlers, you know, football players go to the NFL, basketball players go to the NBA. Where do wrestlers go? Mm-hmm. MMA now. So, yeah, I mean, that's their home. So if you're not a high-level wrestler, if you didn't spend your life wrestling, if you didn't, you know what I mean, um, um, come up as a kid grinding, wrestling, grinding, 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 and
0: And now it makes sense. And now, you know, BKFC, bare knuckle, is kind of an outlet, too, for, um, you know, I I say people, fighters that want to fight, right? Because boxing, it's this science. And and not only fighters that want to fight.
1: Not only fighters that want to fight fans that want to see fights,
0: yes, not
1: grappling, not not all, you know what I mean? There are fans that desire to see fights. There are fans that say, oh, when it goes to the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go again. Oh, go get a beer, honey. Oh, let me go cook <laughs> dinner. They're grappling. You know what I mean? <laughs> like... So, I mean, like I said, it wasn't necessarily a shot to MMA because I respect all types of martial arts. I've been choked before. It's a serious thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's real to get caught in a, in, a, in a move. It can't get out. But um, I'm, I'm a fighter, a striker, you know, through and through. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. You know, we couldn't even practice. You know, I practiced on the playground. So, you know, uh, you if you if you fall or go to the ground, you get stomped. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, you're going to come and you're going to be a high-level grappler and you get into it and you're going to be all right. No, 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 no. If it goes to the ground, you get stomped by 40 people. So you got to be able to fight standing up where I'm from.
0: <laughs> and, and I can. And and you can. And, and we've seen, you know, especially your, your last two fights, um, you're just – you know, you're hurting people. Is that your intention when you step in there is, is to put that person out? Absolutely not.
1: Absolutely not. There's a, there's, I knock people out. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. I know how to touch you and turn off your brain. Mm-hmm. And that's just my thing. You know, just like a grappler to know how to choke people out. They say, oh, you choked out five guys. Are you trying to kill them? I mean, shit, he's choking people. It's so unconsciously. No, nah, he's not trying to kill them. He's just, doing his crap he's just doing what he's good at um when i when i catch you uh uh making a mistake you know i'm basically a teacher at my class i get to point it out when you make those mistakes in a fight i have to hurt you when you make those mistakes it, it's not me it's you you know what i mean it's, it's, it's you
0: and, it, and just, it sounds like you have, you have almost the same mentality as me when it comes into a fight. Like, yes, we are fighting. But at the same time, this is, this is a sport. I'm coming out here to show off my skill set. And when you make that mistake, the, the bad side for you is that you go to sleep. You don't just, you know, lose a point or whatever that yeah, is. You, like, you're going out.
1: Right. Right. Like I said, if you were one of my students, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have knocked you out. Sure. I would have just tapped you and showed you like hey you were open right there and then a lot of times even with my students when I when I touch them like that they think that I missed I'm like no I I didn't miss I I (laughs) broke your jaw (laughs) Uh,
0: and in terms of you know the, the the biggest differences with bare knuckle and then with traditional boxing um You know, the the lack of wearing gloves, uh, you see a lot of people uh, breaking their hands a lot of times. Um, And and for you, um, your opinion on that, is that a lack of accuracy? Is that them throwing too hard? Is that a combination of both? Where do all these broken hands come from in bare knuckle?
1: There's been a few broken hands, but not as many as people may think. Mm -hmm. I personally believe that um, um, the broken hands comes from a – from a lack of discipline, from a lack of um, control, uh, when you throw in wild punches that you don't see where they go, you hit something that you don't know what you hit. If you watch the way I strike, I I, I never hit anything I didn't aim at. I I've rarely missed as well, but it's it's a thing. Some guys are coming in thinking they can just swing their way through it, like you know, like like marking all the any answer on a test. And it's like I hope I hope I did well no 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 no, know what I mean you you hit what you aim man you hit what you target um there are some parts of the body and of the head that should not be striped with the hands. you know what I mean uh boxing lets you get away with that you can hit anywhere with those with those gloves and they'll protect you they'll do the bless of God guy to death with those big eyes gloves um um uh, bare knuckle boxing is a more precision type thing. It's not you're just going to come out swinging and, and, and hope for the best because at the end of the day you need this equipment again. You need it again or you won't be a very, or you won't be a bare knuckle boxer very long. Same thing with your face. You're going to need that again. So you better have some slick head movement or something, or some sort of defense to be able to protect yourself or you won't be a bare knuckle boxer very long. Know what I mean? Um, we don't. We won't see as many of the type of boxing injuries and the type of concussions and stuff like that in bare knuckle because you just won't be around long enough to get beat into Parkinson's. Know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just won't be around that long. Yeah, so it's just either you got it or you don't.
0: Yeah. So it seems like um, you know bare knuckle people from the outside looking in might just think that it's you know. Uh, two people who don't like each other just going in there and wildly swinging and trying to knock each other out. But for somebody who sits down and actually watches the sport and understands, you know, anything about combat sports, it's really two people in there who are putting, you know, some real serious skills to the test, Um, you know, kind of in the ultimate uh, battleground to do that because there is no protection at all, right? You have to pinpoint every shot. You have to have slick head. movement. Footwork's always got to be on point. Um, You know, it's something for a combat sports fan to sit down and watch it, it's a, it's a thing of beauty.
1: It's not only that for me, it's the pure form of combat. That's more, most realistically, that's most realistic to life. Um, um, in general, that, that is useful. Everything else is useless. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, you're, okay. So, um, even with the weights and stuff, people ask me, oh, why do I jump around weight classes? And why do I fight wherever I fight? Well, a fight is a fight, for one. If a guy walks up to me at the grocery store and says, give me all your money or, or tries to grab, grab me or something, I don't get to weigh them first. I don't get to wrap my hands first. I don't get to, you know what I mean? I don't get to do any of that. So my skills translate over into my life. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to build any skills that don't translate over into real life scenarios. You know what I mean? And so that's what happens when I go in there. I can, I'm, I'm using my real life skills in a, in a, in a, in a a striking or fighting setting. And I, and they're with me all the time. So this isn't nothing new. Bare knuckle boxing. is, Is it new? Boxing came from bare knuckle boxing, not the other way around. You know what I mean? And if boxing came from bare knuckle boxing, then MMA came from bare knuckle boxing. So it came from here. It didn't start. And then, you know, this isn't new. That's new.
0: Yeah, and it's, so, it's funny how it kind so, of has come full circle now. And, you know, there's still people who think bare knuckle boxing is this new thing, but it's been around, like you said, for longer than really any combat sport.
1: Right. And like I said, when it when it comes to uh, uh, breaking your hands and stuff, that's a that's a a, a direct result of wearing gloves, mm-hmm. wearing wearing um, hand wraps all the time. You, you developed the muscles behind the punch more than you developed the fists. You, you protected the fists and you developed large striking muscles. Then when you took the gloves off, you threw a large strike that and your fist was glass. You did that to yourself. I never wrapped my hands, really. I never wrapped my hands. Um, most of the times I strike I I do, I do use boxing gloves sometimes just because you can't practice bare knuckle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with your, with your, with your, uh, with your students and yeah. with, with your sparring partners.
0: You lose all your training partners.
1: <laughs> right. But I do build dummies and I do do things to build by knuckles and I do, you know, um, um. I um I punch the ground sometimes or, or uh the, the dirt, not the cement. Guys, don't quote me. I'm saying like I'll go out in the grass and I'll do um, push-ups on my knuckles. Mm-hmm. I'll punch the dirt oh, repeatedly with both hands. And I'll do a set of push-ups and then I'll I'll punch into the ground or then I'll or I'll have like a um I have a a tree that I cut down at my mom's house. My dad turned it into a punching bag for me. He basically put some posts in it and cleaned it up. And i um I got a little like a little piece of sandpaper on it and stuff. And I'll just I'll just hit it softly until I can hit it harder. But and um it's 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 a thing you have to know. It's a thing you have to learn. You know what I mean? You have to learn how to strike without killing yourself. You know it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like the those guys fight like in the old movies when they used to throw the gun. Like you don't, you're not gonna need that again. You just threw the gun at the at the guy. <laughs> now it's over. Like <laughs> like, don't don't throw the gun. You need it again.
0: <laughs> That's a perfect analogy. I like that a lot. Um, and. Uh, you mentioned about sparring, right? And you spar with boxing gloves on primarily uh, when you're doing that. Now, does that in any way affect your, your timing, your distance, or your spacing at all when you take those gloves off when you get no, in there? No,
1: <laughs> no, no whatsoever. You have to take – you have to be able to see the shape of punches, the multitude, the way they come. You know what I mean? If I, if I can make the boxing glove miss, I can make the fist miss. The boxing glove's bigger. So it actually helps, you know what I mean? If I can make, the, I can make you miss with the boxing glove, then you'll definitely miss with the fits. You know what I mean? Um, and um, me, the way I strike, if you watch the way I strike, I've, I've practiced reaching out to touch you. You know what I mean? It's not, not even necessarily with ill intent on it. I just need to touch you. And people will realize that I don't need to touch you hard with bare knuckles. I just need to touch you. It's basically a knife fight. I just need to stick you, and you'll open up and bleed out.
0: And speaking of, of the the blood and bare knuckle, um, you know, is that something you think helps the the sport, hurts the sport? Because it is uh, traditionally a bloodier sport just because it is knuckles on bare skin on, on the face.
1: Um, I don't know about helping the sport or hurting the sport or whatever, but I know the nature of people and – you no know, they 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 want to see blood so like
0: <laughs> ever since the gladiator, right It is, right? What it
1: is right it, uh uh um i i will say this i watched a 10 round tw- 10 round boxing match the other day where two guys went at it for umpteen minutes and nobody had a scratch nobody had a not they looked like they had lip gloss on when they was done like is that fighting really or is this like movie fighting like are they like stuntmen because that's definitely not fighting that's not real you know what i mean and so and people bleed in mma i like, mm-hmm. bleed like crazy you know yeah. what i mean so blood didn't hurt mma blood won't hurt bare knuckles. they probably should get a different colored canvas though because it looks like gladiator days so when you go up there when you fight a little further down the card. Boy, well, it looks like gladiator days you look at the ground
0: don't look down. <laughs> Just look like look climbing down. a mountain. Yeah, don't look down. Yeah, don't look down when you get in the <laughs> ring. It's like, oh, my God, I'm at the slaughterhouse. Um, now, speaking of you getting in the ring, uh, you're fighting your next fight um, here on the 5th uh, of February. Uh, you know, have you – do you study your opponents? Do you kind of go in with the same game plan? Do you know their tendencies? What's your What's your game plan going into these fights?
1: Um. Um. Well – uh, speaking of uh, my mmats I'm going to have to uh, quote this Because I say it a lot Two <laughs> arms, two legs and a head That's it mm-hmm. If my opponent had four arms I'd have to study him But he doesn't mm-hmm. If my opponent had four legs Or like a them horse <laughs> Or centipede or something I don't know I would have to study him Because that'd be something different But two arms, two legs and a head Is the same old song Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? I, I don't have to study him. I don't have to uh, uh, watch all his videos and become a fanboy and see every time he got knocked out and think it'll work for me. If a fighter is studying my tapes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's silly. He might have been able to beat that guy that you're watching on the tape. I'm not that guy anymore. I've changed. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So if you're watching old fights of me, good luck. Good luck. And that's why I don't really watch a lot of tape on guys, because if they love this sport and they're still in it, then they they've probably changed mm-hmm. since that fight. So I don't want to stare too long at the TV looking for um, advantages that no longer exist. And I won't won't figure it out until I get there. Now, nah, all I have to do is train to be the best possible me. I have to train to cover all the scenarios. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a chess game. I don't really have to see his last chess game to beat him in a chess game. I just have to play my best chess game.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, the the, the best fighters, they do evolve from fight to fight. Um, And, you you know, you said you're going to be, you know, the best possible you here on February 5th. So what can can the fans expect to see when you're in there, um, you know, fighting Rob on the
1: 5th? Oh, high speed, explosiveness um go go go, great counters um um basically uh did I lose you no you're good, you're good yeah uh, uh great counters i'm willing to take it there if rob's a if if rob comes at me aggressive i'll 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 overpower and and be more aggressive than him if he comes at me calm and collective and 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 precise then I'll play that game, I'll beat him at that game too, wherever the fight goes, i'm willing to take it there. If uh, Rob's a big MMA guy, if Rob kicks me, I'll I'll kick him back in the head. I'm not playing. So wherever it goes, I'm willing to go. If he takes me down, we will be doing jujitsu. I don't know where it's gonna what's gonna happen. But it's going down. <laughs> it's going down. I don't know what's about to happen.
0: Awesome. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Um, I hope it, it doesn't go to the ground because it's not an MMA fight, but I, I, I would yeah, like to see what, what would saying. I would like to see what would happen if you throw up a triangle off your back. <laughs> right. I'm
1: saying I gotta do what I gotta do. If see people don't understand the nature of a fight is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It's unpredictable. And so you can make all the rules in the world. You just never know what's gonna mm-hmm. happen. And um when people ask me, oh, so what what are the rules in bare knuckle? I, I tell them the truth. There are no rules. <laughs> there are no rules. There are no rules. Make them up. They're making them up as you go, like shit. I, I don't know, like, but I know that you know. I'm, I got to be prepared for for anything. Rob Moore's been in the ring a lot. He's he's been in there. You know, he's done this. He's done this. And like I say, I got to be prepared for anything. Eye pokes, gouges. You know what I mean. Groin shots. All kind of nastiness. This is this is not. Um, um, the classiest sport in the world. You know what I mean? So sure. let's, let's let's be honest about it. I got to be ready for whatever.
0: Awesome, and And we're, uh, you know, like I said, we're looking forward to it. Uh, just wanted to kick it to you before I let you go. Uh, give kind of any kind of shout outs to anybody who's been supporting you, helping you, you know, along your way in your career and, and getting you ready for this fight uh, on February 5th.
1: Oh, yeah. Shout out to the
0: Boxing Yard, sticking it out
1: there with me. Shout out to uh, Kevin Smith from um, from um, uh, uh, Smith Brothers Combat Sports and Management. Uh, that's my management team. They've been doing their thing. You know, shout out to my mom and pops. They always got my back. They're my biggest sponsors, my biggest fans. Um, shout out to my family and friends. Uh, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, anybody who sponsored me or who rocked with me, you know, I don't have it written down in front of me, but I do have supporters now. Um, Shout out to Matt, artist airbrushing, Lake Lakewin, who's uh, helping me get my gear together for the fight. Um, Shout out to Custom Collision on um, Lim Turner. They they've been helping me out a lot too. Um, Yeah, everybody who uh, who loves and rocks with the Juggernaut, I I truly appreciate you. Um, We are family, and we're going to win.
0: Awesome. We're looking forward to it, Lorenzo. And shout Uh, out out to MMA team. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks for
1: rocking with me, man. Thanks for taking a special interest in me. I've always had trouble uh, getting all my tees together and getting all this. It's a lot for a fighter to have to micromanage all these little things that come with the sport, you know, and T-shirts and clothing and memorabilia, gloves and stuff like that. I really, really hope we put some... Nice stuff together. I do have a lot of fans who always ask me about tees and MMA tees came through and I appreciate you guys. Let's uh let's uh let's give them some quality content, some quality um stuff to wear to the fights and to represent the Juggernaut life.
0: Yes sir, we got you. We'll get that signature line out uh, what we've been talking about. It'll be pretty sweet for uh, your fans to get them out. Um Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks Lorenzo. I appreciate your time today. Uh, out and you know get after it on the fifth we'll be watching and looking forward to it
1: thank you so much appreciate you awesome talk to you soon
0: yeah bye